don't know if you... Are you a fan of Wicked? Have you seen Wicked? Um, yeah. yeah. Right, so they've cast Cynthia Arrivo and Ariana Grande as the leads in Wicked. First off, what, yeah. how do you feel about this? What, what's your thoughts on this tandem, this pairing? Um, I don't actually know the woman that's playing Elphaba. I can need to look into her more. But yeah, I kind of thought it was quite surprising that they picked Ariana Grande. Have you seen her do the Kirsten Chenoweth impression? Uh, no, but I know she did stuff for the like anniversary concert or something. I've not seen it, but I know she did. Yeah. Um, but I just more thought it was funny because doesn't her character do like opera bits at one point? Probably, but Ariana Grande can do that. Can I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. she's very good. Well, I'll, I'll say that for Ariana Grande. She's very good. She's actually very funny. I think she's my fear is that she's gonna do it like that character that she did on Nickelodeon. Yeah, um, what Cat. was it? Either Sam or Cat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the two. <laughs> one of the two titular. <laughs> it's the only thing I knew her from because my sister used to watch that show. But that's actually, that's not important, that news. The funnier news and why I wanted to start the show was, <laughs> like, because I told Nikki this this week, a petition has started for this movie. James Corden has not been attached to this movie whatsoever. But a petition, so, a, petition, a petition has started and it simply just reads don't cast James Corden and Wicked now Nikki is, is the hate justified is is the key question here yes yeah it is I, I hate James Corden man it, <laughs> that's, that's all it's just, that's why it's justified because I hate him he's I don't, I don't get it probably not justified if there's not even any rumours that he was going to be on it but he is a dick have you ever Do seen his read AMA thing? But they, they had to just cancel it because everyone was just saying how horrible it was. Wait, is what? Really? Is what? Reddit? Is that a Reddit, Reddit thing? Reddit AMA. So you'll go on and say, I'm James Gordon, ask me anything. And then people... Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, I, <laughs> I was just betting you to know what that was, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so then celebrities do it, like Gordon Ramsay did one and stuff like that. So people go on and ask him things about cooking and all that. But James Gordon's was just flooded with people asking him like, why he was such a dick. <laughs> the oh. thing is, I kind of get the petition, right? Because he... It's a weird one, because there actually is like a role in Wicked that I could see him playing. And I think right. he would do an okay job with it. But after after um, he was in that, what's it called, like the prom, and he was right. just totally miscast. And it just feels like they are putting him into everything. Yeah. For, did like you see his flash dance thing? That, that should oh, be, after that, that yeah, should be like, right, just move along now, you're out, you're done. I can think of nothing worse than being, because I hate being in traffic as it is, <laughs> traffic and then that happening, I, I, I think I'd go to jail. I think, <laughs> I, I think I'm committing some sort of form of murder. Right sort of now. Well, I saw a tweet that was like, imagine you were like a nurse coming back from like a 12-hour night shift. And you saw that. <laughs> it would be like I don't think you could get charged for anything. No. To, like I think it's just. Truffles, I'm surprised you don't like him because I I don't like him for the same reason I don't like any of those late night hosts. But yeah. you do like them. Here's the thing. He so he's, they're all he's, awful. They're all no, just pretend. He's, he's the oh, most no, like disingenuous. Norton. Yeah, like Graham Norton. Like it feels like he has some sort of integrity. Like mm-hmm. he is in some way being himself. Like the likes of Corden. That is the worst of the worst. Like Fallon's underneath him. 
yeah. as well. You know what I mean? I like the likes of your camel. I like I like the likes of your camels and your your Stephen Colbert's. Yeah, you know, exactly. Anthony Jeselnik said that Jimmy Fallon will go out drinking with all the writers and just rip the piss out all the celebrities' interviews. Okay, <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't it. show any of that. Like. like at least Kimmel shows some form of contempt for what he's doing live on air. You know what I mean? You can read an undertone of I really don't want to be doing this and I think you're ridiculous. You know what I mean? And that's that's what I kinda like in the whole thing. But regardless, I feel we've we've went down a rabbit hole. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. But School of Hawk. 2003 comedy film directed by Richard Linklater. I missed that question in an FCL match. It was directed by Richard Linklater. And I'll never forget forget it again. Uh, The film stars Jack Black. Yeah, why don't you just shut the fuck up? The film stars Jack Black, Jim Cusack, Mike White, Sarah Silverman and Miranda Cosgrove. Uh, Black plays a struggling rock guitarist who is kicked out of the band and disguises himself as a substitute teacher. We're going to play the game. Uh, it had a budget of $35 million. Grace, how much do you think it made? Oh, uh, well, considering I remember seeing it twice at the cinema when I was like five. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go for like over 100 over a hundred, Nikki. That's a very big. That's a very big. <laughs> I'd actually say that the vast majority of numbers are over a hundred. Yeah. An overwhelming majority. Let's okay. give Grace a hundred. Give Grace a hundred. Okay, right. you a hundred, Nikki. What are you going to go for? Hundred and thirty-one. Hundred and thirty-one point three million dollars uh, was the correct answer. So Grace was the closest. Yeah. Uh, because I, I don't stand for Nikki's cheating. Uh, Grace, you might see this twice in the cinema when you were younger. Like, mm-hmm. like, do you remember who took you? Like, what were your first impressions of the movie? Tell us it all. To be honest, I think I just went and saw it twice because you know when you're a kid and like, I'd say I was with like my mum and my sisters, and she was like, "All right, that'll fill an afternoon," and then like. Yeah. My nana took me because she was like, "Oh, that'll fill an afternoon," and I think I was just too awkward to be like, "I've actually already seen this," <laughs> but like I liked it enough that I was happy to see it twice, and then got it on DVD and watched it repeatedly on DVD. Um, and it's now one of those films that, like, you know, when you watch it and you kind of you can just hear every like beat of it. Yes, like, you're not really listening to it anymore. Like, it's kind of that that I've got with it. A hundred percent. I think that's our a generational thing. Like Nikki, mm. you you've been pretty open. If if you know a movie well enough, you won't watch it in preparation for this show. But you did rewatch this movie uh, before we came on air today. As I've told you before, I never watched a movie. I'd never seen it and done a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was the rewatch of this like for you though? Uh, it was different. It was a lot different than I remember it. I don't remember it being like so evident that he was committing so many crimes. <laughs> <laughs> like when I watched it this time, I was going to actually text you because I thought, see if the music was different. You could easily just make us the same movie and make him an absolute psychopath. <laughs> yeah. But all the stuff he does is just absolutely insane. <laughs> I didn't just do it also. <laughs> That's his charm, but like I remember, I don't think I saw this movie in cinema. I think I saw this movie in school. Like, must have been at least a good thirty times. Mm. Like, I distinctly remember this being put on. Like, yeah, it was a good school film. Yeah, oh back God. in the day. That's such a like insight into your school. Is like, what film did they put on on repeat? Mister yeah. Deeds. That was our main one in the P. Uh, Mister Deeds. Adam Sandler. Ours was film. what was. 
Hot fuzz. Like it, it took me years to see That's the end. Good. I know it was good, but it took me years to see the end of it. <laughs> Never figured out how it ended. How will this cult be taken down? Like, what, what's going on? Uh, but School of Rock. I think you're right. I would have like, did you go to scene selection at the start just to get back Grace sneaking into primary school under the cover of darkness just to watch the end of Hot Fuzz on the TV. <laughs> like, I know, I know that has an ending. I know it must end. Like, <laughs> Um, you must have been shocked when you found out there was multiple killers, man. That must have been so satisfying. Yeah, I think it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's another film. <laughs> that's another film. Like we should do that for another day. But <laughs> Nikki, I think you're right. Like this could easily have been a horror film, but I think it comes down to Jack Black's performance just being so zany. And over the top, like the 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 eyebrow. You remember the bit when he watches them in the music class in this, <laughs> like for the first time, and it's just his eyebrows going like caterpillars, like back and forth, like reverse rock. Like, well, like it's Jack Black who's the craziest here. See when Nicky was saying about it being different music. Apparently, I don't know if it's in like the original script or whatever, but I just remember reading something that like the writer isn't actually that fussed about like rock music. It was literally because oh. when Jack Black got cast. That was like his favorite type of music, so they were like, "Well, that." Yeah. Although, actually, yeah, I'm the more school of rock. Yeah. Mm. No. One hundred percent. Pretty early on. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. Well, Mike White is the writer, and he plays yeah. the real Ned Schneebly uh, in the I movie. <laughs> I was shocked at that. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. He also wrote Natural Libre, which is a movie we should cover another day. But like, um, like Nikki, when you watch this all the way through, Grace was talking about the beats, like that you can remember from watching it in your youth. Like, were there any moments that stood out to you that just sort of filled you with nostalgia and put a smile on your face? Uh, yeah, see when Lawrence plays the piano. Yeah, he plays "Touch Touch Me" by the Doors, and when I was younger, me and my mum used to listen to the Doors all the time, and that I mean that pure took me back to when I remember seeing it the first time. Yeah, remember that was a song my mum would play. Oh, and then, that's actually dead wholesome for you. <laughs> no, no, we actually, me and my mum went to Paris and seen Jim Morrison's grave. So there you go, made a pilgrimage and everything. Happy times. Yeah, I, 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 when I started watching it, I didn't think I would remember all of it, but I did remember all of the jokes and I remember the words to the songs and stuff like that. Yeah. And well, I was surprised at how good the songs were. Yeah, well, I think that's my biggest. I, Grace, I don't know if you think this is an issue, but for three weeks of practice, they are far too good as a band. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, but then There's a lot of inconsistencies, isn't there? But then they are like private school kids whose like, parents make them do however much music practice anyway. Mm. So, you know. It's a way to get around it. I in a non-private school. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's not working at uh, Trinity High. I can tell you that for free. You know what I mean? It would just be me, like, like doing, the, doing the summer and so, the... You did do a musical, class. though, you and Higgins. We did, we did. Me and Jack did uh, West Side Story when we were in fifth year. Yeah, Jack was Riff and I was uh, Baby John. Uh, back in back in day two of the Jets, so there's probably yeah. to go that somewhere. Should link that up to the to the site. But Grace, do you have any any lines that you remember specifically from this movie that you pop for when you watched it again? Uh, like, I mean, there's a lot of like the kind of you know when you watch something so much you kind of forget the famous lines because obviously there's the, like you're taking I hate you. But <laughs> um, I never knew that's where that know, was from, Truffles. You said that the other day, and I thought it was from Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ed or something, didn't you? 
the scene yeah. though that for some reason always sticks in my head is you know the bit where he it's like really early on when he shows up to the band practice and then they're yeah. like you're out like that whole bit um it's just when he's walking in and they're singing and it's that like feel me song right. that like whole section let me just put this it. to you grace that song has been on like my daily mixes before <laughs> by no vacancy because Adam Pascal, who plays the singer of that band, he's, he's like a famous uh, musical theatre performer. And I don't know if you've seen Rent, uh, like the movie. Like he, uh, like years ago, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's one of the leads in it. Like that's him. Like who's the the light your candle guy and shit like that. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, that's him. So I was, I was like in love with his voice from Rent and stuff like that. So when I heard that song, I was like, oh my God, there's a full version on Spotify. Need to listen to this. It's so good. See, sorry, when we were just talking about that specific song as well, like, and obviously that's when he gets kicked out of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it literally took me years to realise, you know, when he sings the song like Legend of the Rent? Yeah. It took me years to realise that was about his situation. <laughs> like, I only realised that. Uh, <laughs> like, Grace, I only realised that earlier on when I watched it again. Oh okay, my god! Because I don't know how. Can you two can't right now? Like you're not being serious. Oh no, my god! I, mean, I knew the I knew the words as well. And I yeah, same. It was about... I knew. Yeah, exactly. And he's literally like, "There's just a problem. The band is mine." And it's literally <laughs> just. <laughs> and it's also the fact, like, why were the kids willing to sing along? I don't know. You know, like... out of empathy. Yeah, you know, I think I think it comes down to to just empathy. There's someone I don't have empathy for, right? Because Nikki, you know Sarah Silverman, f- funny lady, funny comedian, most annoying character in the history of cinema. That is a why did she accept that role? It's honestly the worst. There's there's nothing good about her. Not even at the end did she seem alright. I know. What's funny though is it totally just shows what perspective you're viewing it. Because see if that was real life, and you were her. She's right. Totally fair enough. Fair enough. But she's actually right, and then you're made to think she's like you're on the side of the guy who's stolen somebody's identity and like (laughs) took away these kids' education for ages, (laughs) and you're going, "Well, she's been she's been a bit harsh." Yeah, exactly. No, hundred percent. The the thing with that oh, character like is this movie truffles. Uh huh. I I didn't expect. I didn't remember it being so like caring. I didn't remember caring. the bits where like Lawrence goes up and says that he's he's not cool and all that, and he like makes him feel good, and then he does it to the yeah. head teacher, and then the girl with her weight and all that. I thought it was, it was good. No, I agree with you because it's the thing like like you're saying with Lawrence and then the girl for weight as well. Like when she he's pure like Tamika and he doesn't say to her, Well, if you if you want to lose weight lose weight, he's like, No, like being fat's fine, it's alright to like food. Yeah, like, I like, cause I like, eating. Yeah. like to eat, is that such a crime? Yeah. <laughs> like, good point. And I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> and I took that personally. Um yeah. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Jordan said. Yeah. But no, you're right. I, I think that the secret to this movie and why I'd argue that I don't think you can make a better school of rock film. You know, I mean, I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, but I'm saying it's perfect for what it is, is because of that heart that it has in it. You know, like you can see that all the cast are like just perfect. Like it's hard to get like good child actors, but every actor for those young parts is just like cast so perfectly. I think that there's the real MVP of this movie for me, Joan Cusack is uh, Principal Mullins. 
what a hero. And we talk about lines you can remember. There's one that I'll always like. She goes to the corridor and she's just distraught, but she comes back in the room. <laughs> and she's like, I just I wanted to let you know that all your children are missing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Did you ever see the meme when like Eurovision was on and it was like the photo of her with um, the guy like Snake from yeah. the Nazis. Yeah. We're like, oh, it's like Italy and France out in the hallway. And I was like, oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> it's so true. That is hilarious. Not because she's she's just fantastic. Like, like I, I thought Jack Black was the best on it. Well, we're, we're obviously <laughs> Jack Black, but I'm trying to give some credit to, to Joan Cusack for a minute. You know, is that such a crime? You know? Is that... No, 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 not at all. <laughs> do you not like Joan Cusack, Nicky? Is that, is that what you're saying here? I do, I do, I do, I do. I really did like him as well. I really enjoyed him. I thought Jack Black was the best. Do you guys know... I like watching these... Sorry, Grace, on you go. Oh, you go, because I was asking a question. <laughs> okay. I like watching these films where it's like someone doing their best work. Like mm. Jack Black's got so many shit movies. So yeah. like, like Adam Sandler, for example, he done Uncut Gems. So you're just watching it and going, this was this like you see how good they can actually be. Yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say, because I don't normally like Jack Black. Like I feel like Jack Black is literally the same character in every film. But yeah, it actually worked in this Yeah, film. I'm not a big Jack Black fan. Um, I'm a big black I'm a big black Jack fan. Uh, Jack, Jack, Jack Black. I think I think he's fantastic. Like, I just think after this he took like I think he was contractually obliged to do like Gulliver's Travels and stuff like that on the back of this, yeah, which I think hurt him a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But see if you watch him in like what's the movie he does with Kate Winslet? Is it The Holiday? Yeah, uh, he's yeah, really good in that. Yeah, yeah. Good, but I don't believe that she would fancy him, which always why because. They're not, they've got no chemistry. Like, Jude Law oh. and Diaz have so much chemistry, and then they're just kind of like two loners. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's such a you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Grace, I'm going to hit back at you. It, it, it's rare that we'll argue in this podcast, but <laughs> I, I feel it with Winslet and Jack Black. And you know what? That would be some musical duo as well, because I've, I've referenced this before on this show Kate Winslet's song, What If from the, the the musical the christmas movie that i can't remember the name of what's the one with scrooge Wait, we do you know what we had a debate we had a debate about this last year because that felt that song has such a like mandela effect on me because i swear <laughs> once watching it with like a music video and there was like cartoon mice in it right? yeah no right okay because then i googled someone who i was speaking to about on this podcast this same last year was like what you're on about and then i googled it and i couldn't find it yeah it's real is that it's real? A, yeah, it's 100% real. The song is called What If. Wait, that's by, for a year. By Kate Winslet. And the music video does indeed feature animating mice. Oh, thank God. Right, okay. Well, I couldn't find it, so. <laughs> well, I will send it to you after this. But I feel we've digressed, like, Nikki, out of the bands, out of the songs that featured in this movie, which was, what was your personal favourite? Uh, the boys' song, the guitar player's song. Teacher's pet. I like that one. Yeah. That could be a good that karaoke cool. tune. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good karaoke tune, like, even now. What's that place you like to go for karaoke? Cosmopol. Oh, yeah, that's it. Which inexplicably still isn't open post pandemic. Grace, Grace, we were on Cosmopol once and Trouble said they'd name down for a song and then we decided to leave and he put his hands over his sleeves and stopped dying off. <laughs> he couldn't <laughs> talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, no wonder. I, I just think I just think it's plain rude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so angry. I was angry. I was angry at you specifically because you were the wee ringmaster behind the leaving. <laughs> you and your moaning. I didn't know to go in the first place. What nah. song did you send up to do? I was, I was going to do Aerosmith that night, Grace. I was going to do I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. I was feeling myself, you know. Oh. So really, yeah. we did you a favour. <laughs> oh, aren't you a funny one? Yeah, so aren't you a funny one? Grace, what about the music? So obviously Teacher's Pet is a classic. Any of the soundtrack songs that stick with you, like that, that were gathered and used for the movie? Oh, I mean, this, you know how, Nikki, you were saying about how, like, the song kind of reminded, like, made you feel nostalgic? See, none of the yeah. songs in this were my kind of parents' taste. So this is how I discovered, like, Stevie Nicks. So probably, like, age of 17. Nice. I love Stevie Nicks. Like I love, I love that bit. Like as well, it's so good when she's in the bar, just like rocking out, being awkward. Like, do you know who she dances like? She dances like Emma Thompson at the Adele special. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> which is which is iconic in its own. Like, have you both seen that? Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 outstanding. Emma Thompson is a national hero. We should I do more that. Emma Thompson movies. When I'm, I'm, I'm not watching anything to do with Adele. I'm anti Adele. Why? I just find her so intensely boring, Grace, to be honest. I find her very self-indulgent also. I think she just talks about herself all the time. She's asked about herself all the time. I think her songs are so self-indulgent as well. Don't, I, I think she's a great singer, don't get me wrong, but I'm not. I'm, I don't like it, but out of all the dud takes you've had in this podcast, coming after Adele might be the one like you say. Guess who else doesn't like her? Truffles. My who? Mom. Your mum? <laughs> oh, my mum hates her, man. Hates well, her. We, we, we'll be having conversations, I think. I mean, <laughs> t- Taylor Swift's latest stuff is better. Oh, uh, well, I was going to say... I love Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. Like made for people who don't get over anything. And I'm very on board with that. So, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the fact she wrote All Too Well years ago. <gasps> it was on the Red album. And then she's yeah. just like, you know what? He's he didn't get enough hate for that. I'm right. gonna make a ten minute version, direct a fucking video for it, make it very clear it's about Jake Gyllenhaal, and then we can <laughs> let's have the hate flow. That's not- yeah, it actually sounds quite sad when you say it like that. I kinda like thought it was cooler before you explained it like that. <laughs> well, you know what, that's- that sounds really sad if you've described it. <laughs> Cause it was never a single before. So see when I used to like I first heard it maybe like six, seven years ago, thought I'd discovered it. And that song had me in such like a chokehold. It just got loosened and then she fucking released the full version. And I'm like, oh, I can. yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just when I thought I was out, you pulled me back in. Even stronger this time. Do you know the thing about that album? I love the song uh, Better Man that was by Little Big Town. Had no idea she wrote it. So when she released her own version for this like, re-release, I was like, oh my fucking God, I will listen to this on repeat. And I've listened to it now that I'm sick of it already. <laughs> like, So I do need to give it a rest. But... And honestly, I started using the 10-minute version as like a timer. So I'm like, right, okay, I've got to put, like, passed on. Right, I'll just put on. Oh, dear. <laughs> that is <laughs> <hilarious>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that so much. But like, we need to talk about obviously the film's director Richard Linklater. We want to get into some of his other works. Um, famously, Boyhood was the one that he got a lot of a. Uh, like critical acclaim for, got the Oscar for Boyhood, that was a big one. But Nikki, I know you're a fan of Dazed and Confused, which is one of his earlier works. How do you think this holds up to, to School of Rock? I'm not a fan of Dazed and Confused. You're not a fan of it? I swore no. that you were a fan of it. No, no, no. I thought, I thought it was all right, but not much happened. I do like Matthew Connie though. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. He directed, directed Dazed and Confused. Yeah, he directed Days of Producers. Grace, what were you saying? You made out that that was like a defining part of like Nikki's personality. (laughs) (laughs) I was a hundred percent sure. I'm sorry, but I'm honestly not a big fan of Days of Confused. You know what you you look at it a movie and you're just like, this seems like a such and such movie. It felt like a it does. It's exactly the kind of film I would like. It's exactly Mm -hmm. the kind of film I would like. But I just thought nothing happened in it. I thought it was always building up as if something's going to happen. Right, let me re-record this bit. Grace, you're a classic fan of Dazed and Confused. Like, how do you think this holds up to school? <laughs> um, Grace, please say no, I'm not. I, I, I'm ridiculous. I've seen it once. Liked it. But I actually am a massive fan of... Um, have you ever seen David Linklater... Uh, sorry, David Richard Linklater's um, The Before Trilogy? Yes! Yes! I, I was going to be like, can we please that for Valentine's month? Like, just do the whole trilogy. Oh, Grace, that is such a fucking good idea. We're doing that in February if I can get it and things because the Before Trilogy is, like, like so perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, I've looked at a poster of the second one. <laughs> do not, does it not break your heart, though? Like, you know what I mean? When you just watch the three of them, you're just sort of like... I know, but apparently they're meant to get more realistic as it goes on, which is kind of fair. Yeah, but you still want it, though. Do you know what I mean? I, think, I, I don't think you should watch the Before Trilogy when you're single. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's it's too hard to do. It's like listening to Taylor Swift. Oh, no, but actually. no, I think watch the first one when you're single. Maybe. Not the third. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's just tough, but yeah, I think I think this holds up quite well. It's definitely his most like commercially available movie. Yeah, I was like, gonna say this is the most surprising that he's made it. So, yeah. Know. I think it's... Do you think it's made for kids? Hmm. No. No. Do you think it's like an adult movie that just appeals to kids? Yeah, I think it's like an adult film that's family-friendly. Okay. Nikki, do you agree? Uh, yeah, I'd say it's a family movie. A family... Okay, that's fair there's a lot of, there's this a kind of typical film like that, though, where there's jokes in it for adults. Like, Shrek's a kid's film, but there's jokes in it for adults. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd say it's that kind of film. I think we'll put it to a poll. We'll put that to a Twitter poll after this comes out. Is it a kids movie that appeals to adults, or is it an adult movie that appeals to kids? It's you funny. Know? Well, you can tell by the age rating. If it's a young age rating, then it's, it's Nikki, kids as well. But... Stop being so facetious. You know, <laughs> It's funny though, because I wouldn't say I've ever enjoyed it any more or any less at a different age. Like, I loved it when it first came out, and I still find, if anything, I find it like smarter now. Like, some of the jokes are funnier than I thought. Yeah, no. I'm not really like a five year old. 
Yeah, no, I do agree with you. Obviously, out of the kid actors, the most famous of those uh, is clearly Miranda Cosgrove, uh, who went on to do, uh, I don't know, she did Drake and Josh before this, uh, but she certainly then went on to do iCarly after this. Um, and that's probably the most thing that she's most famous for. Grace, were you an iCarly fan growing up at all? Um, I would have been, but we didn't have Disney Channel. So. Ah, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I, like, I knew what it was when I was friend, a friend's house, but I, was, I wouldn't say I was like a fan. Yeah, and Nikki, you were a classic uh, iCarly fan. Uh, <laughs> I, did actually, <laughs> I did actually get iCarly. Did you? Oh, that's good. Then. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's in nature used to watch it at the time, so I would also watch it when SpongeBob wasn't on. Yeah, that but was I, like I, me I, with, I did like it. That was like me with the Kardashians. There's always things that your like, sisters or female relatives watch that mm. you don't want to be into. And then all of a sudden you find yourself asking, yeah. why is, why is Courtney? I figured that out the other day when Sunday in my work said, oh, Courtney Kardashian going out with MGK. And I then went through the whole relationships with who's going out with who and all that. <laughs> and then actually, actually all that. I mean, well, Scott, I was had, about it as Scott well. had hundreds of times. about Kevin Pete. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, we're on it. I don't think Kevin Pete are a thing. I think it's pretend. I think it's publicity, but I'm kind of here for it. My other theory is that I think she may have just picked him because there's Megan Fox and MGK and then Courtney and Travis. She's just went, who's a goth person? And picked yeah. Pete Davidson, who looks kind of like that. Yeah, and also... I think she's trying to join in. He's kind of slagged off Kanye in the past. So it kind of, I don't know. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't, still don't know if it's real, though. You're both cynical. I think it's real. I think that Kim... Oh, I like if it was real. Yeah, I think Kim's past the point now where she had the publicity marriage with Chris What's His Face mm-hmm. um, that lasted for God knows how many days. Chris Humphreys. Yeah. Um, and I think I think this could be this could be legit. You've got a, a famous lawyer in Kim Kardashian going out with a, a famous comedian in Pete Davidson. You know, it's a it's a See, match made. Well, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna certainly get a date, but I actually feel sorry for Kanye West. Why? So there you go. Did you see him on that podcast thing? He was saying that when he watched that Saturday Night Live and she said, made jokes about divorcing him. He was like, we're not divorcing. He was like, and we've got kids. He was like, our kids want us to be together and stuff. Don't need to talk about stuff like that to tell him. I did think it was... Not in that, obviously not. Did you see the specific line that he was talking about? Because she said, like, she was kind of naming all the stuff that he's got. So she was like, I clearly just divorced him for his personality. I was like, that is so brutal. <laughs> uh, uh, right, uh, no. it's brutal. But right. It's but also, it's Saturday Night Live, and it's funny. Mm. Um, so it's, I'm a big Kanye fan, to be fair. But you're also a big fan. You're also, you're also a big fan of comedy, Nikki. So you, yeah. you can't you can't pick and choose. Not Saturday Night Live, though. Not you can't Saturday pick and choose. You can't pick and it's choose, mate. Shite. Saturday Night Live is probably the worst thing in the world. We go as far as to say that. It's yeah. not the worst thing. Uh, is, and you see things getting posted all the time, you're like, who actually watches this? None of it's funny. Do you know why it's not the worst? Oh, sorry, Grace. No, I'm just saying, it's weird humour, because it's, like, they obviously do it live at night, but they can't, like, swear in it, or, like, mm. make anything overtly. There was, a, there was a bit of drama with them last week, because Michael Shea, the, one of the guys okay. at the Weekend Update, attacked Tim Dillon saying he doesn't sell tickets and all that and then it obviously transpired that Tim Dillon sells a lot more tickets than he ever has <laughs> so it looked bad for him 
He kind of went Shea, speed and then slagging it, off SNL. Is Michael Shea not Mr. Scar Johansson? No, it's, no. that's Colin. <laughs> nah. like the black guy. But nah. I avoid saying it, the black, he's a black no. guy. They're both, they're both, they both do weekend updates. There's a white guy and a black guy. Yeah, okay, that's fine, that's fine. Colin just... Jost goes out with Scarlett Johansson. Yes, okay. I just so got... anyway, the story was, Tim Dillon said that SNL wasn't funny. It was during a Pete Davidson sketch when Joe Rogan was supposed to, Pete Davidson was playing Joe Rogan. He right. said this sketch could have been brilliant if it wasn't in the hands of the people at SNL. And then Michael Shea said, Tim Dillon's a hack, he doesn't sell any tickets, and he became a media guy, you know that, and it was just embarrassing. Well, I like the... Because he was wrong. He's not... Uh, Tim Dillon's a far bigger stand-up comedian. I like the SNL host introducing the musical acts Twitter account. So. Yeah, yeah but do you ever watch the actual sketches or truffles, the thing that this show is based on? They're I, terrible. I've just said that the guest introducing the musical act makes it worth it. So yeah, that's like I a don't, really good Where else would you get? Sure, saying salt and pepper. Ladies and gentlemen, salt and pepper. <laughs> 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 that's so funny. Have you? Um, was it not like when the Christopher Walken was hosting? It was like the Foo Fighters, and Dave. He asked like Dave Grohl where to put the emphasis. Foo Fighters. Yeah, and so he was yeah. like, "Only oh, put it on fighters." That's amazing. Oh, I love that so much. Well, anyway, we were kind of waiting on Kwaku coming in at some point to gatecrash the show. But I don't think that's probably going to happen. So we will just go to our, our summing up thoughts of School of Rock just now. Grace, I'll come to you. What's your summing up thoughts of School of Rock? And what would you give it, give it out of 10? I feel like it's just one of those films. I've never met someone that doesn't like School of Rock. And maybe that's just a generational thing. Maybe I've only asked people our age if they like it or not. Um, so, yeah, what number would I give it? I'm debating whether to give it like a 9 or like a 9.5 or a 10. Because I know what you mean. I know how you were like, oh, it's not perfect. But yeah. what would I change about it? Exactly. Go with your heart. Go with your heart, Grace. And I, ne- I usually always give like a 6 or a 7 on this. So I'm just going to give it a 10. Yes, please give it ten. What a moment! The fans, the fans will be talking about this on the first time films Reddit page tonight. They will be saying, "Grace, yeah, Grace is giving a ten. Like, who thought that would happen?" Yeah, Truffles, <laughs> that would be a welcome change from the things that you usually are said about you on Reddit. No, the Schmodown Reddit. The Schmodown Reddit. Grace, on, if, if you get a chance, just go on the Schmodown Reddit and type in Truffles' name. Wait, and then, yeah. This guy's saying that he's been found out. <laughs> you lose one match and all of a sudden, you know. I'm Googling this as we speak. Right? Do not, no, please, Grace. David Campbell has been something. Yeah, Grace, Grace, don't okay. look it up, please. Honestly, like, okay. the worst. And I've had to avoid it. What was the word they used? What was the worst word they used? David Campbell has been something. Exposed was the exposed. Such a good one to you. That was the opening sentence. David Campbell exposed. Oh, here he comes, right at the right at the death of this is Quacku Aji. Quacku, how are you? Folks, how dare you? The one time you put me on a show that I'm not hosting that I actually liked, and you go on and record without me. 
this Classic. is despicable action right here. No, no, I, I, you said I finished at six. I'm talking. You left I'm your talking. work at twenty-two. I am talking. I am talking. So you sit there and shut up and listen. This is victimisation at its finest here. How dare you guys, and, and the voice of Greta Thunberg, how dare you go on without me in this charlatan way. But anyway, I just came here to say that I rate this film a nine and a half out of ten. It would have been ten if you guys waited for me. But seeing as you pricks didn't, I'm going to give it nine and a half. And be what you want with that on your ratings. Cracker, what was what were some of your favourite parts of the School of Rock? Uh, oh, good question, actually. So, it has to be probably when, like, as a guitar player, when it... Uh, uh, he played the riffs and showed the kids because I was like, oh, I know how to play that bit. I know how to play that bit. And then I messed myself to be a rock god, I would like to say. But obviously not a rock god if you guys went on without me. Quacko, <laughs> my, my final question to you here is this. You have now um, watched two movies with rock in the title. One is School of Rock. The other is Rock of Ages. How does this particular film compare uh, to Rock of Ages for you? Well, Rock of Ages was a bit like uh, doing a job and a hedgehog comes out. This Mm. one was a much more pleasant experience, I should say. Rock of Ages is not even a film. It's just an affront. Even even a job is is putting it nicely. But... School of Rock, much better. Much better. (laughs) Thank you, Kwaku. Nicky, can you give your summed up thoughts, please? Uh, I thought it was good. I'll give it a seven. There you go. Seven? Yeah, Nicky, Uh, defend defend yourself. I've honestly got no basis for my ratings. I just say a number. (laughs) That was my highest. It doesn't mean anything. I I gave it an eight or a nine or something. Yeah, Nicky, Nicky doesn't really care about the numbers. Nikki sat here and told us everything that was wrong with the Spider-Man game for the PS4 and then was asked to give a grade for it and gave it a 10. Like... <laughs> What's good? I was just telling you what he's talking about. He makes, makes no sense. Now, listen, I'm, the, ratings, the ratings just don't have... The ratings don't have a I don't know. I don't know how to rate something that's all right. Seven and eight are both all right. Okay. And if something's a nine, how far away is it really from a ten? If it's not the way to nine. <laughs> Grace, what are you saying? Wait, wh- wh- why is it not a ten or a nine? Because uh, uh, Sarah Silverman's character was oh, the worst okay. ever, man. Okay, fair. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. I will also. <laughs> I will. Drop, I've got past. I'll give it a ten. I, I don't think you can. You're just make... scared of Grace. <laughs> Obviously, but I just—I don't think you can make School of Rock better. Like to what Grace was saying, no. there isn't anything I would change about it. You know what I mean? So that's why I give it a ten. Yeah, because even Sarah Silverman, you kind of need her. Yeah, she's the foil. Yeah. She's the man. Literally, yeah. Yeah, she's. I thought if you needed her, though, you don't need John Cusack. Because all the way about it, you've got John Cusack. You don't need Sarah Silverman. No, she's the, she's the um, man of his personal life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's no, uh, fair enough. 
Yeah, Nikki, Nikki just accepts you're wrong and we can move on with our lives. But anyway, I would like to thank Nikki. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Oh, good, good, good. Grace, thank you again. <laughs> Was that, or could be different news at the start? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're done. We're, we're finished. Thank Cla- you so Crack much. Thank you. Thank you for your in depth contributions to this episode. Ah, oh, go push yourself. <laughs> When your next year is, who knows what we'll be doing. But thank you for tuning in. Stay in film. See you later on. Bye.